What doth be going on, everyone? We are indeed back with episode number nine of The Beach Pod, um, talking about all the things we viewed in our political uh, circles this week. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel one of our co-hosts has gone rogue. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, not happy about this. <clears throat> How's the beach pod? Yeah, I just couldn't think of anything <laughs> slightly <laughs> politics related. Well, just like... Welcome to the just Northern like Beaches pod where we all talk about all things great about ScoMo. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's just like, up, didn't it? Just like <laughs> sand, ScoMo is indeed coarse, rough, and irritating everywhere. And unfortunately, <laughs> he fucking gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah, good one. <laughs> All right, do the thing. Do the thing. Ooh. Good crack In stereo on that one too <laughs> Beautiful What's going on everyone? We're here with episode number 9 of the Storm in the Beach podcast Talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week What's going on boys? Uh, having a good week Wow, a response Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Went yep. to the footy Went to the footy on the weekend Yep We did indeed Got uh, boots on the ground if you will Love that No spoilers for how the boots uh, may have affected the ground, but or the ground surface, Ooh. or how they didn't fucking touch them because it was too wet, so we weren't allowed on the ground. There wasn't not, any not kick mad. To kick. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers though. Yeah, sorry. Whoops. We'll get to that later. It rained. Yep. Uh, otherwise, good week after the footy. Not really, but can't can't complain. Have all my limbs. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Keelan, what's going on? I also uh, am still the proud owner of all my limbs. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know, good week. Can't complain. Yep. Footy the highlight. Oh, actually, no, we went to the studio the day before to record. But <laughs> well. it was a good weekend. Mm-hmm. It was it was back-to-back. We didn't go. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. It was the royal we. Oh, Sh- mate, with the band. Studio possibly with another podcast for all we know. Could be. Uh, mm. It was a new song coming out for Salty Season, the Gold Coast based indie rock band. <laughs> Go check them out. That's Cal- Salty Cali Season. Is coming to your streaming platform uh, soon. Beautiful. Nice plug. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this week's been decent. It's been busy. Went to the footy, drank beer. I uh, went to Canberra on Monday, drank beer. Tuesday, drank beer. Wednesday, airport beers on the way back. We're here Thursday. Beers, classic coaster stuck st- <laughs> sticks to the beer. <laughs> Coasters sticking to pints. Yep. So uh, yeah, having a good time. Keep Possible on. alcoholism issue here. No, 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 no. On another note, <laughs> <laughs> the iPad has turned off. Oh yeah, mate. Um, so it's just gone to sleep on you. What you want to do is just um swipe up from the bottom, and the password is. Oh my god, that's great podcasting! Oh jeez, tap 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 tap. <laughs> it's uh, well done, one two three three seven seven. Uh, it's not alcoholism; it's endurance training for my liver. There's a difference. 
Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is a sport. The other one is... Quite depressing. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had nothing for that. I teed myself up for absolutely fucking nothing. So, apologies. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, no, I might be doing... Um, Dry June and July, actually, so just quietly. Get so it out of the way. Get now. Dry the, June in July. Get, getting them, getting them all in now. I like that we've kind of alternated because I'm currently not drinking, and so in theory, if I'm back on putting myself through hell, liver-wise, in June and July, you can be driving for things. And that's I'll, true. Yeah, it's it's well, a, that's, it's that's a true. sensible system, really. And Matt's got shitty organs, so he doesn't really drink most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Matt's shitty organs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like it to be known I wasn't a huge fan of drinking pre-shitty organs. <laughs> <laughs> the shitty organs is a surprise gift. It wasn't a result of excessive drinking and or bad diet. Definitely, definitely both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Uh, Keelan, new secret segment. Yeah, so I put in the outline earlier when I had a really good idea. Um, Keelan's secret new segment, just so Isaac and Matt <laughs> wouldn't know what that segment is. Yep, placeholder. Yep, okay. I didn't write myself a note separately, so I forgot. What it was. Excellent. So we have nothing for that. <laughs> well done. Maybe come back to it next week, given okay. that it's a completely new segment and it's going to have to stay. May figure it out. That may have to be the... Butcher of the Week knockout candidate, unfortunately. Look, there's a few nominations in there and too many. And it's one of them is it's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, on to the um terribly sorry. <laughs> unofficially sponsored Super Butcher, Butcher of the Week. Keelan, I believe the first nomination is yours, or at least the first couple. Yeah, I'm kinda happy. I'm happy with both butchers of the week, but in their eyes they would have known that they butchered it. Yep. So the first is Mason Mount, who uh, was playing in the oh my voice was playing in the FA Cup final against Liverpool. He went to penalties, and he butchered it. He put it into the post, maybe. Oh. No, Aspilicueta missed. Mason Mount uh, simply got his penalty saved. So oh, both of them okay. actually forgot that. Well, there you go. Two nominations. Bad. Don't miss a penalty. <laughs> Pretty big target to hit. Yeah. Yep. Heavily favours the striker, surely. Yeah, it does because the goalkeeper can't step off his line until the ball is struck, uh, which is... Why don't they just like give it a good roost into the goal every time? Just go full power every time? Well, yeah, they're the best penalties. Yeah, exactly. Full but ball left or right. Yeah. Why even even if the keeper dives the right way, it's very unlikely that it's getting past him as well. Because if his hand's outstretched and it just catches the end, his his wrist ain't that strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. That's why I don't get all these um, like soft penalties and stuff that people take. Yeah, tricky stuff. It's like just Bruno Wank Nandez fucking penankering it. <laughs> yeah. Or Jorginho <laughs> fucking up the penanker <laughs> down the down the middle too. Exactly. <laughs> um, pretty embarrassing. Just take, you know, three big strides back and kick it as hard as fucking possible into the goal. Yeah, I feel like Penaldo does that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's worked quite well for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Confirm. Got quite the reputation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, accidentally used that nickname there. <laughs> Freudian slip, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my other nomination is uh, uh, great leader, Scott Morrison. Prime Minister. Yep, who 
knocked over a child while doing a press tour for the upcoming election in Tasmania. Accidentally, allegedly. Full tackle. <laughs> there was like no way he was getting the ball. In a game of soccer. Yep. He went full Boris Johnson. I was, surpri- <laughs> I was surprised to learn that that was in fact a soccer game mm-hmm. when it so mm. clearly looks like a perfect textbook rugby tackle. Mm-hmm. So I was almost even more surprised that the kid was alive afterwards. Yeah. Oh my god. The it looks like the initial contact is made shoulder and head possibly, mm-hmm. and then maybe <laughs> high impact. Maybe he's gone to wrap him up in hopes of mitigating mitigating the yep. fall. Yeah. But the cringiest part, careless conduct, is when minimum two weeks. They're both on the ground, and then he rolls the kid. Trying to roll on, roll the kid on top of him. Yep. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're making it look like a cuddle, but no probably, one probably wants just, to be here anymore. Please, stop. probably just let go of the kid at that point. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Stand over the kid, tearing, intimidating. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> would have been better, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Certainly would have been different energy. I don't know if it's better. Energy, <laughs> <but> <laughs> Yeah, look, there's been um, a plethora of good Instagram posts and memes, etc. Uh, as a result of, Buckets of said incident, which is great. Um, one of my favorite ones so far, I've noted there from the Chase's War on Everything uh, Instagram page, uh, titled, Anthony Albanese responds to Morrison by King hitting nearest child. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. That's top three I've seen today. Absolutely. That's not bad. Absolutely. I would like to sort of a honourable mentions uh, for the Super Butcher, Butcher of the Week, mm-hmm. not sponsored. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, I would like to nominate myself. Um, <clears throat> Go on. I was heating up some lasagna in a appropriate oven-safe glass container. Mm-hmm. And when I went to remove the heated up lasagna, I grabbed a wet towel I thought to myself for a second, there's some reason you don't grab things out of the oven with a wet towel, but I couldn't remember why until I burnt my finger. Is it perhaps because it conducts heat a hell of a lot better than a dry towel? I believe so. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Straight through him. Well, check out your ba- Where's your battle scar? I think it was on my middle finger. He's just flipped me. <laughs> <laughs> Is this, whole, is this one elaborate prank? A big elaborate ruse. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Unironically, the middle finger yeah, okay. was burnt, only mildly. Did you cry? I'll make it through for another day. <laughs> did you drop the lasagna or did you just push no, through? No, no, push through. Yeah, nice. Okay. Okay. That's all that matters That's at right the end of the day, yeah. realistically. Yeah, so decent nomination, but definitely not Butcher no. of the Week worthy. No. Yeah, just idiotic. But I don't. I don't want to get in the habit of not calling out slightly smaller butchers of the week. That's because, true. Um, I I want uh, Matt's fuck ups to be on the record. So. <laughs> All butchers matter. Yeah, even the smaller <laughs> ones, even the ones that aren't super, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Mediocre butcher of the week. <laughs> Love it. Muggle butcher of the week. All right, on to. Um, Ins, no outs of the shit list this week. Just a just a couple of ins, or just one in really. Um, we've got. Well, actually, we do have two ins. Per- oh, we do. I had it in as well. Yeah. Sorry. Perhaps one out. Perhaps a single out for Calgary. Mm, Maybe just this once. Yeah, they can have one entry out. Friendly reminder. For yeah, their they're on two titles. Series. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. We'll start with the outs then. Mm. Calgary Flames, uh, one out. A lot of people are excited for the uh, EDM-Calgary rivalry. Yep. The Battle of Alberta, if you will. Yep. So there's electronic dance music, am I right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Currently, shit list as it stands. Devin Booker, Calgary Flames, PSG, Manchester United, Calgary Flames out as of today. <laughs> Edmonton Oilers, and then two ins as of today. Phoenix Suns for... Um, <laughs> missing the team bus to game seven. Um, and uh, KO Sports for having such shitty broadcasting rights that they missed half the NHL games in the first round. So KO and by extension, I believe it was ESPN and... TNT, they showed TNT, the TNT games as well. Yeah. Uh, was my addition this week because I was... In the office on, I think it was Monday, ready to load up some playoffs. Uh, if they call it, they call it playoffs, playoffs hockey. Yeah. Yep. Yes. To watch so. the deciding game of the Rangers and Penguins. Penguins oh, series, how good. and there was not a single game getting broadcast. Uh, not one game. That made me mildly mad because I don't think I've really sat down and watched the game this whole season and that was the first one I was really going to sit down and watch at work um, while doing work. I'm, I'm not slacking off. It's just good It's good background viewing, you know? Yeah. Now, uh, maybe to be fair to KO, surely this is only game seven, the deciding game of the playoffs and they only charge what, surely, what, a dollar fifty a month? I don't know what they charge because I don't pay for it. Um, I have three different... I think you times that by, I don't know, 25 or so per month. Is it that much? I think so, something like that. 25. Mm. Wow, that is outrageous. Or 30, could be 29 even. Can't even uh, broadcast a single NHL game. No, not Anne on the day. Interesting. Not one. So, yeah. Plenty of Arsenal TV replays, though. Oh, absolutely. Oh, bruh. Well, I get Liverpool TV too, I think. I will... I will climb on with you for your KO nomination as well. Thank you. Something that shitted me recently too. Um, obviously, we're getting a bunch of playoff games back-to-back, mm. double-headers. Um, and some monkey can't unplug fucking one game and plug <laughs> in the next one. Oh, actually though, that gets me all the time. Or like, you know, you're watching the you know game tape of the first game, whatever, and then they switch to the next one, and then it fucking cuts off three minutes into the next game. Yep, and you got to go find the thing, or when you go to find the thing, you click, oh yeah, whatever the new game is, Edmonton game because they're late usually. You click on that, and it's showing the first game still, and you're like, what the fuck's ropeable. going on? I would be it's ropeable. Like, I get it. You just rebroadcasting like Foxtel channels, yeah. but as grow like up clips sort of thing. <laughs> because how hard is it? You're making me pay for your service, and I want it to be good. Optus Sport has set the bar too high. I want to watch every single second of the game. Perhaps. Not, not like miss the first fucking three minutes. First three minutes are really important. It's like probably be. the only three minutes of games this season that West Coast has scored. So <laughs> there um. you go. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, also, on top of the Phoenix Suns, who didn't show up for game seven at home and lost by uh, 33 points. They're an NBA team that had 30 points in the third quarter. I thought... Surely, the NBA app is bugged. This cannot be right. 
And I went back to bed. <laughs> there's no way a team could only score 27 and a half, right? Impossible. Mm. You'd think. Devin Booker uh, came out Kobe Bryant, if you will. Uh, zero from seven at halftime. You implying that Kobe's from Target? Um, it's funny you should mention that. There was a lot of heated discussion saying it was uh, disgusting to compare Devin Booker to Kobe Bryant as even a Kmart Kobe Bryant. Well, okay, so Devin Booker those is people would think that he's maybe a, a Meyer or David Jones. No, no, like sorry. Kobe. I, no, he's just should not be compared to Kobe Bryant. Oh, period. Okay. Mm, like an Alibaba. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. <laughs> if Kobe was Ralph Lauren. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not okay. bad. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I think Chris Ball had uh, and point, like two rebounds, yeah. three assists at halftime, something like that. Oh. So, And to be fair to him, the big man, the teddy bear, who has been shit on all season long by his own team, um, just told he's not worth, not worth signing. Uh, showed up. Funnily enough, he has an amazing touch around the ring. Um, soft hands for a big man. <laughs> and I think, um, I mean, the, the guys finished several games throughout the season and the playoffs with ten, fifteen buckets, all eighty percent field goal. And, uh, yeah, this game was no exception. He he shot pretty well. He appeared to be the only guy doing anything on the team. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, nomination for them. Uh, and their coach, Monty Williams, winning coach of the year for second year straight, I think, even though he brought basically exactly the same team, not even as far in the playoffs. There you go. Terrible. Poor form. But what like have any other coaches year. done? Exactly. Probably nothing. Greg Popovich, uh, I believe, sealed the record for most wins of any coach in the history of the NBA mm-hmm. and took an entire team of NBA rookies uh, almost to the playoffs. Yep. All the way to the play-in. But uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Probably not. Monty Williams. Probably not. All right. Should we get into the um, serious business? What the fans have been waiting for? What they're here for? The Premier League, rather, <laughs> perhaps? <clears throat> uh, no, that would be uh, round nine recap uh, time. I'm, oh, sorry. I, I should have looked at the outline. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. on me. Usually goes in order. Yep. Yep, that makes sense. Just quietly. Yep. <clears throat> we do have a have a consistent ordering of our segments, um, as we do not believe in chaos. Um <laughs> Oh, it's me. All right, yeah, time, for, time for round nine recap. Time on. Friday started with Collingwood versus the Bulldogs. The Pies were missing their captain and arguably their most exciting forward because Scott and Jack shared a Ginevan full of dodgy Pendleberries and were too ill to play. <laughs> <laughs> While the Dogs had the return of their captain, Marcus Bontepelli, who found plenty of the ball and made an impact with 26 disposals and a goal, which was more than Collingwood's highest, which was Jack Crisp with 24. The lights were on at Marvel for their clash with the Magpies after their 3-5 start to the season. They shone bright in the spotlight, registering their first six goals of the game, which were... So, this name, all right? Buku Kamas, Adam Trelaw, Buku Kamas, Aaron Norton, who they should call Threaten as he finished with three goals, and then Josh Dunkley and Josh Dunkley. 
before Collingwood scored their first. Collingwood's defence found some resilience in the second quarter, with Darcy starting to take more contested marks from the Bulldogs' deep forward 50 entries. Noise. Unfortunately, it wasn't all good in their back line. With nine minutes to go in the second, Darcy Moore ran towards a high ball and took a big mark out in front, while also catching the outstretched arm of Jack Madden on Mad Mad Madgen. Madgen. Madgen, sorry. It, it lines up my next joke too, so I should have pronounced D's it right. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> They're not playing the D's, dude. <laughs> while also catching the outstretched arm of Jack Madgen on the way through who must be imagining how unlucky he is to have his own teammate dislocate his shoulder. <laughs> he did not look unlucky. like he enjoyed it very much <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> the Pies may have scored the first goal in the third through Isaac Quainer, but the rest of the quarter didn't go so well with the Dogs kicking 4-1 to the Pies 2-1, extending their lead to 46 at the last break. The Pies stopped feeling sorry for themselves and got on with the job straight away in the fourth quarter. The Pies kicked the first three through Crisp, Lipinski, and Degui. Degui. They looked to have all the energy and momentum until Degui had a goey at the umpire for a push in the back call <laughs> and gave away 50 for Dunkley to convert his third goal of the night for the Bulldogs. Bontempelli and Karmas kicked the next two and the final goals for the game to really end Collingwood's hopes. Collingwood, 7 9 51. Bulldogs, 14 15 99. 14, 15? Jesus. Yeah, dude. Anyone told him I need to kick in the middle? or <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> um, and I've got a collection of notes. Go on. Bailey Smith. <clears throat> Bazlanka. Brownlow yep. Sleeper. He got 40 disposals in the game, 13 score involvements and six clearances. Whew. And for the eight games he's played, he's averaged 33 disposals. Mm. Not bad. Mr. Buku Karmas. Yep. Kicked... Three goals from 10 disposals in his second game of AFL footy. He's efficient. He's very efficient. And a very little funny note, uh, Ollie Henry marked the ball 30 metres out and a little to the left of goal. So it wasn't like the, it wouldn't have been the easiest shot and he missed his uh, shot previously. Mm -hmm. He really took his time like he was going to take it and then centred the ball to Degoe, who Stephen Gerrard slipped (laughs) <laughs> and turned the ball over and the Bulldogs went from back to front and scored coast from coast. that. Yeah, absolute oh, coast-to-coast action. No. And I, I hope both of them were dragged off the field for that instant sub. I can hear the Collingwood fans now <laughs> just fucking well, hurling their beer cans <laughs> at their TVs. Dan doesn't live too far away, so... <laughs> oh, he would have been in tears, mate. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned oh, earlier. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the funny thing is too, though, that because because he was just doing his little walk backwards to take it, it was in the little tiny overlay screen. Oh yeah, of course, with like the then the replay or yeah, the lead up. so yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the fans would have literally been clueless as to what was happening because they wouldn't have been able yeah. to see it on the tiny picture in picture. Yeah, that hurts. Um, and sorry, earlier, I mentioned Bontempelli uh, returned to the side strong with 26 disposals, which was more than any Collingwood player. But there were Bulldogs players with more than Bontempelli as well, including Bailey Dale with 29, Tom Libertore with 31, who, by the way, has an amazing moustache. Pretty good. Caleb Daniel with 34. Headgear. Adam Trelaw, 
35 and three goals. He gets all the Brownlow votes for that game, just quietly. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Jack McRae, 37, and Bailey Smith, 41, Decent. which would total seven players with more disposals than Jack Not-So-Crisp. Far out. How does Caleb get so many touches? Caleb Danielle. For a little fella. Uh, position. Well, sometimes the ball's on back. the ground, Matthew. All right? <laughs> He's on the ground a lot. Where the Giants can't get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he swoops on it real quick. All Speaking right. of swoop, Hawthorne versus Richmond. That <laughs> oh. nice uh, is well set? known for swooping. Yeah, but I've already done that game, so I couldn't segue <laughs> back into doing it again. <laughs> I suppose hawks swoop. They do swoop. They're prey. They're yeah. not known for swooping humans, but I'm no, assuming no, they humans, would swoop prey, perhaps uh, like a small mm. rabbit, maybe. Or mm. a uh, fish. Perhaps. Ooh, a fish. Perhaps a small baby, depending on the breed of hawk. No, mm. it's dingoes, mate. <laughs> dingoes don't swoop. <laughs> no, but they go after babies, sorry. <laughs> Go on. So the two teams came in very differently to this game. Hawthorne came into the game after a very disappointing game against garbage tier Essendon last week. And <laughs> <laughs> Richmond returned to form last week with the return of Dusty. And this week had Dion Prestia and Nick Vlastuen. Vlaston. 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 Vlaston returning to the team. See, I've only ever read his name. You just got to anglicize it as much as possible. Vlastuen. Less. <laughs> <laughs> the scoring opened <laughs> with a couple of behinds to each team before the Tigers opened up the majors at the G with Jack, who even is Nick, Rewalt. Tom Lynch often had James Sicily breathing down his neck, but found himself in space right in front to get himself the first go- his first goal of the game. Shortly after, O'Meara opened up the Hawks majors with a ball over the top from outside 50 which bounced in and it was it was quite quite emphatic. I really enjoyed it. But to end the quarter, Gunston tried to take a mark. Siren went as everyone was in the air. So this play is completely pointless. Mm-hmm. He lands, hurts his ankle, and is out for the rest of the game. Oh. Oh. Unlucky. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've totally put that stat uh, in the wrong section because before that, I think John Oh, Gunston time travel. <laughs> Look out. Gunston kicked his 15th of the season to put Hawthorne in front by one, and then uh, Max Lynch made himself some space in front after a contest to put the Tigers back ahead before Bruce kicked two for the Hawks, put them ahead at seven, by seven at the break. And then Gunston fucked his ankle. Cooked sorry, himself. I'm so sorry. Time travel. I'm scattered. Richmond hadn't taken an intercept mark for the whole first quarter, and they didn't come out in the second trying to take them either, as... <laughs> not larger than average Chad Wingard, who is not small, but he's not big, took a virtually uncontested mark inside 50, um, even though he was surrounded by Richmond defenders. Excellent. And he converted it for his first of the game. It was the first time Kashitsky and Lewis had played together in 2022, and Kashitsky was the first to make his mark on the game, kicking two within two minutes to kick Hawthorne's fifth goal in a row. With the Hawks flying high and all the momentum going their way, it was going to take some magic to get Richmond back into the contest. Uh, spoilers, that was magic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, stick around, folks. At least listen to the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, at least listen. Uh, the delivery might be funny. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
You will find that a jack of all trades is a master of none. However, Jack Graham showed that you can be master of some <laughs> as he combined AFL and football, bracket soccer, with a side footed goal off the ground 15 metres out that even Pinaldo would be happy to have in his highlight reel. See. And, see. <laughs> and like, yeah, there's been other soccer goals this season, but this was quite far out and probably would have hit top bins if it was, a, if it was an actual <laughs> football goal. So nice. I was very impressed, even though it was for the wrong bloody team. Not even two minutes two minutes later, Toby Nankervis took his ruck domination to the forward 50 and showed that even the big boys can be as agile as he took the ball from a ball up and pirouetted while snapping a goal. Because Max Lynch couldn't stop him all game. Very sad. Ooh. Rewalt found himself at the back of a pack right in front of goal not two minutes later to reduce the margin to five. Dusty and Mitch Lewis then traded goals before great forward 50 pressure and quick-footedness saw Shy Bolton tie the game up. Ivan found himself soldo in the goal square as Lynch put it on his chest while under pressure to put the Tigers up by six at the main break. Tight game. It was a very tight game. Good for fans and neutrals alike. Good for footy. You love you love footy. <laughs> Up the boys. <laughs> Just like to thank the boys for playing footy this weekend. Footy wins. The Tigers kicked three goals, four behinds in the third. Tom Lynch was making the Hawthorne defenders hang their heads in shame as he was dangerous in the marking contest and in front of goal, making his large presence known and kicking two goals. Dusty made himself a goal of the year contender with a beautiful piece of forward 50 pressure in the pocket, creating a spillage and allowing him to get boot on ball almost instantly and kick the goal from an extremely acute angle. Richmond were up by 19 at three-quarter time. Acute? Very acute. Not your average I, sports commentary. You're pretty acute. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stress how quickly the ball seemed to go from the ground into Dusty's hands and onto his outstretched boot. Like, it wasn't traditional. He'll do his, that. his leg was... You know, ballerina pointed out. It was pretty beautiful. And it's rigged. Magnets in the ball. Magnets. I don't know. <laughs> it, even there's been several times I've seen him palming off defenders, and it it looks like a. It looks no, that's like magnets one, as well. It looks like one of those PlayStation One video games where you sort of technology hadn't really come across. Hadn't you know? Think rugby World Cup two thousand something like that. Yeah, the physics simulation is bad. Yeah, and players just off you mm. as if you have a force field around you yeah 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 so you know what happens when you put like the positive side of a magnet against another positive <laughs> side of a magnet right yes yeah, so that's dusty precisely that the hawthorne defenders dusty martin is an android entirely built of magnets confirmed well with magnets in the guernseys of the opposition team Ooh. so they can't I... get him I can't confirm that he isn't an android. <laughs> Nor can you deny it. So, for now, we can go with he is. Fair enough. You heard it here first. <laughs> but before that Super long segue... <laughs> Storm in the beach. <laughs> we were at three-quarter time and Richmond were up by 19. <laughs> Fourth quarter scoring was opened by Bruce after a series of uncontrolled possessions from the centre bounce made their way towards the Hawthorne 50. He picked up the crumbs and booted it through. Ivan Soldo made his second quarter goal feel less solo as he kicked his second. Dusty and Jack both kicked their third goals in the next couple of minutes to drag out the margin to 33 points. With just under 10 minutes remaining, Hawthorne knuckled down and started to have a spell. Wingard got his second goal for his 200th game. Max Lynch took a mark and scored it from right in front. 
Mitch Lewis took an over-the-shoulder mark like a wide receiver and converted, converted it from 50. A rare center clearance for the game for Hawthorne saw Jermaine Impey burst through the midfield, offload to Wingard, and get Warple the ball outside of 50, who banged it through on the run from 50. Margin was 10 with two minutes to go. I was very hopeful at this point. (laughs) But unfortunate kicking from Ranger Barras will probably see him cop some barassment online. (laughs) As he took a good mark in defense, played on, and then put the ball straight into the outstretched arms of Castagna, and the resulting scrabble and possession ended up with a Richmond goal and the end of Hawthorne's momentum. Rest in peace, Hawthorne. Shy Bolton then kicked the second for the game to end the scoring. Hawthorne, 14-10-94. Richmond, 17-15-1-1-7. Ooh. And I make a bit of a habit of throwing notes at the end because I can't fit them into everything else. The highlights reel on afl.com.au showed Tom Lynch's 12-minute goal from the first quarter. Right. Then showed the first bounce. Zero minutes on the clock. Okay. Yep. Uh, right. Uh, well done, editors. Congrats. And for the second week in a row, I've Spoiler. covered a game where there was a mark taken like a gully catch. And it wasn't a mark because it hadn't traveled 15. So if the boys could just <laughs> get the, some distance so we can have like actual beautiful gully marks, that'd be sick. <laughs> a lot of effort going in for no reward. No reward at all. <laughs> and also Sicily signed a contract extension for five years, Hawks for life. Congrats to him. Not bad. Yeah, we love to see it. He did actually do a pretty good job against um, Tom Lynch for most of the game. Yeah, look, pretty hard to mark Tom Lynch, to be honest. Shoulders <laughs> on him, eh? Yeah. So, credit to him. Credit to the boys. All right, Matty. Up, up the boys. All right. We start out on a beautiful Saturday morning in Hobart at the Blundstone, who just quietly have amazing field patterns. Well done to the ground staff there. Can you describe them for the people not currently looking at the ground? Well. <laughs> <laughs> is it just a checkerboard or is it anything special? No, it's real special. It's it's wavy, snaky, real uh, think Aboriginal art. Oh, okay. It's That's quite, cool. It's quite impressive. Well, Google Maps is letting me know that it's has been previously just classic checkerboard style. So. Ah, I see. Yeah, I can't imagine Google Maps was updated from the weekend. <laughs> I don't like your attitude, if I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> um, I assume the boys are checking up on the field now. Uh, yes, it's almost like... Fucking zoom out, will you? Fucking useless. It's... Uh, yeah, right, old timer. Can't it's do. like... <laughs> it's like crinkle-cut chips, almost, mm. actually. Oh, give us a look. It's, it's, pretty it's cool. checkerboard, but oh. wiggly. That would have been a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty impressive. You're yeah. not looking behind you and then looking in front going, yeah, I'm straight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know how to keep that consistent. That looks really good. Yeah. Full credit to the boys. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. And yeah. if I remember correctly, um, it wasn't actually the Indigenous round. So it wasn't. That's it this round. It was for absolutely no reason. <laughs> Just for fun. Just for... Because they got drunk the night before or something. <laughs> they, they love footy down there. Mm-hmm. It's the football state. <laughs> That's it. 
Now, as for a little pregame analysis teaser, when the other team triples your score, triples your goals, I should say, maybe it's time to think about turning off the TV, closing your betting accounts, and scheduling a week off work. It's about finally taking the wife and kids, putting them in the car, and going for a nice, scenic drive out to the countryside. Relax and unwind. Maybe get a nice little cottage by the lake with a fireplace. Enjoy life. Feel the sun. Go fishing. Once you pack up your car, everyone's seated and snug. You lock all the doors and you floor it straight into the lake, drowning yourself and your whole family because no one should have to suffer through this North season any longer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bruh. Having said that, <laughs> I just got myself a nice new North Melbourne Football Club Guernsey, and it is fabulous. <laughs> I can't wait for next week's game to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> to liken North's defense to a wet paper towel is a disgrace and insulting to wet paper towels, <laughs> who serve many uses, such as cleaning up scum or grime. Or removing hot oven trays. There, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Whereas North's defense is like a rickety wooden fence holding back a 30-kilo pit bull. Your child's already dead. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have chucked dog treats laced with poison over the neighbor's fence when you moved in. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Port ended the first quarter up 30 points. But wait, there's more. Taron Thomas, like a ray of shining light in this cloudy team, continues to prove his ability with a nice goal of his own. If only North could be completely composed, entirely out of Thomas's, uh, it'd probably be pretty useless, to be honest. He wouldn't be grain the rock. <laughs> He's not the biggest guy. Now, there's an unspoken rule in sport, mainly AFL. It's a team game. You rise and you fall as a team. You're all in it together. And with that said, fuck you, Lockie Young. Do something <laughs> positive for once. Just one game. Don't kick the ball directly to your marker in front, down 30. You're a professionally paid player, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Zerha is like the cool uncle in the family. He rarely shows up. No one really knows what he does or how he makes his money, but when you need him the most, he's there. Arguably saving the ruse from a 100-point embarrassment. <laughs> uh, and respect where it's due. Port had a... Port had six blokes bag six goal. Uh, sorry. Oh, that'd be insane. <laughs> Port had six players bag two goals each or more, and uh, that's just a great show of the footy. You love to see it. It's good for sport. Fuck you, Port Adelaide. Good for for footy. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Koshy. <laughs> this game genuinely made me appreciate Port and their players a little bit more. I came to a realization that maybe we shouldn't condemn a team because of Koshy. Well. <laughs> They surely didn't choose that. <laughs> Just like a fat, ugly girl swooning over you, it's unwelcomed and it's a little uncomfortable. And because of our societal rules, you can't announce that you don't feel the same way. So you have to change your name and move to Tasmania for about a year before mysteriously coming back to the Gold Coast. <laughs> uh, North end of the game, 46. Port, 115. Fuck you, Koshy. <laughs> just yeah. quietly Just yeah. quietly He's not an easy man to Look at Listen to <laughs> Like Work with probably <laughs> That last one is an assumption But it is based on <laughs> Numerous facts As previously Allegedly stated. Yeah <laughs> Please don't sue us 
<laughs> Nothing to take anyway. <laughs> well, he, he could take our 350. <laughs> Isaac already lost. We that already on, lost on that on Liverpool. Sucked <laughs> <laughs> in. I can't help but notice this next game has a change of font. I'm just wondering why that was. There's also very little, <laughs> little there. Um, I can't wait. Saints feed cats. <laughs> now, uh, as one of the boys may or may not have said from the podcast, would you look at that? St. Kilda beat Geelong for the first time since 2016. St. Kilda's third quarter was their best since 2017. Isaac, any thoughts? <sighs> Fucking St. Kilda. <laughs> right? I've had a shocking year in the footy tipping. Terrible. I don't know. Average four picks around. Something, four and a bit. Something terrible. This week, I pick eight from nine games. Mm. The only game I get wrong is when I pick against St. Kilda. <laughs> Fucking hate them. Geelong were on top. Everything was looking all right. And then St. Kilda just pull out this miraculous third quarter out of their ass and Geelong can't come back and I'm just fucking angry because I can't pick them, can't pick against them. I called it last week. Go back, have a listen. Predicted it from the start. I think if I remember correctly, my original logic was to just tip the opposite of what you did. Yep. So and I'm just glad you're happy. Just you, to clarify, yep. I, I, I tipped Geelong. <laughs> Because <laughs> I genuinely thought they were going to win. Okay. Um, instead of doing the joke that I should have done. Well, I'm I glad you could come down with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice down here at the bottom of the <laughs> leaderboard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, whilst I, AFL enjoyer, gambling addict, Matthew, <laughs> bet on the Saints to win. Huzzah. Sadly. My 17 other legs in the multi-bet all failed. Uh, so It was actually 17? No, but it oh, might okay. as well have been. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they actually all fail? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not good at <laughs> I'm not good at betting. Yeah, you can be addicted to things you're not good at. <laughs> sex, sex, for example. <laughs> Just because he doesn't get any doesn't mean he's not good at it. Hi. <laughs> Uh, no, I bet I, he's no, really I'm good a, at I'm making a, himself. No, I'm aware of that, um, <laughs> but I was saying he's also bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this this hurts more than I'm letting on. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's right. So bad, can't even milk yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be so angry all the time. <laughs> Furiously <laughs> masturbating all the time with <laughs> no positive outcome. <laughs> uh, I didn't take a lot of notes for this game. Uh, no notes, uh, it would seem. Um, Saints yeah, finished but at with least 90 and Cats had 80. Sorry, I was going to say, at least you changed the fucking font. Um, the rest of the document is in Arial. And Matt's gone for Curry and you <laughs> For whatever fucking reason um, Who knows <laughs> Just the mood he was in I guess <laughs> I guess so Alright um, It was a pretty scrappy game I, I didn't watch the whole thing I watched the second half on the tracker uh, I was out and about unfortunately But mm-hmm. it was um, 
It was just back and forth pretty yep. much the whole game. It was pretty tight. It was a good game to watch because yeah. it was pretty tight, but nah, good for football. Still pretty <laughs> salty. Up the boys. Up the boys. Go. Fucking Saints. <laughs> you love to see it. <sighs> the Isaac yeah. Lee's triple header. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. All right. Three in a row. Hold on to your hats, boys, because the, the last of the threes. Enormous. Everyone go home. Isaac has indeed got three noughts in a row. Have a shower if you need to. Noughts and crosses game. <laughs> Consider yourself over. Here he comes. Alrighty. Swans versus Essendon. Swans off the back of two losses to the Queensland teams. The Harbourciders were looking forward to their meeting with the Bombers in hope it might be able to help their season regain some altitude. <laughs> the Swans got off to a bright start With Wicks kicking the first goal Bombers got lift off through Francis and Ben Not our mate Hobbs Taking the lead <laughs> James rung the Bombers bell Leveling the scores Before Tom Hickey Sucked the life out of the Essendon fans <laughs> Sam burnt the Essendon defenders And kicked his second goal Right on the quarter time siren Putting the Swans up by 20 Buddy the Elf was too tall for Heppel, tapping the ball to himself to claim the mark, then wheeling around onto his famous left and slotting the goal. Errol got involved in the action, whipping out his golden gun, kicking one for himself, and Peter launched an ICBM of a kick, which was right on target, kicking a set-shot goal from inside the centre square right before half-time. Two meaty Petey blasted his second (laughs) goal in a row to give the Bombers the first goal of the second half before two goals to Papley smeared the Bombers' hopes of a comeback, with the Swans up 51 points at the last break. Nick Martin E left the Swans' defenders shaken, not stirred, <laughs> scoring the first goal of the last quarter with, within 17 seconds. The Swans sung their song, kicking two goals in the last quarter to the Bombers' one, and maybe it's time to rename them to the Kamikaze Bombers, with Essendon taking a nosedive this season and not many positives to note. Sydney Swans winning by 58 points. Sydney, 14, 21, 105. Essendon, 6, 11, 47. You said that wrong. Did I? 21. 21. 21. Ah, 21. This delivery, sorry. It was the right number. I see. Poor delivery, yeah. I see. Fair enough. 21 behind. Yes. 54 point margin. 58. 58, yeah. Oh, with 21 behind. Unbelievable. Could have absolutely spanked them. <laughs> yeah, they... They were lucky to get out of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine losing to Essendon, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to imagine it. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> All right. At the Adelaide Oval, with the Lions on the prowl to keep their win streak going and the Crows looking to recover from getting their feathers, feathers rustled in two big losses, you can bet the ranch on Tex anytime goal scorer with Walker kicking the first of the match. <laughs> Former Crow Charlie Cameron had the fans of both sides revved up early, answering back for the Lions with his classic motorbike celebration. Ring, 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 ring. He was loving it. <laughs> Lincoln, dude, where's my McCarthy? <laughs> Skirted the pack, <laughs> drifted into an open goal square to get his first. <laughs> There's a ball in my pocket, dear Liza, dear Liza. <laughs> well, kick it, McHenry. McHenry did. Stumping everyone as they stopped for the whistle. Uh, stopped waiting for the whistle while the ball towed the line. And he swooped on it and snapped it through. I'm going to choke on these snakes any second. <laughs> like Stewie Dew in the box. 
I don't think Stewie choked on many snakes by the look of him. They <laughs> <laughs> go down pretty easy. <laughs> AFL Life member is teeing himself up for an Allen's Life membership as well in a second. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <The> crow- fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Crows were Sorry. up in McAdam to start the second quarter with Shane kicking his third and the Crows fifth in a row, Adelaide taking the lead by 15 points. The second half and the Lions started shooting from the hipwood with Eric getting involved, <laughs> assisting in a number of goals, getting the Lions out to a 28-point lead at the last break. The big O, McInerney, had the Lions fans screaming in joy, kicking the first goal of the fir- fourth quarter. Zigzag and Zorko kicked a pair in the last with Lockie nearly doing it all himself, racking up 36 touches. The Lions bouncing on the wounded Crows, getting an easy meal, and the win by 36 points. Adelaide, 9-12-66. Brisbane, 16-6-102. And then a fun fact noted here, the Lions uh, 8-1 for the first time since their Fitzroy days prior to moving to Brisbane. Wow. So they're in, they're in pretty good touch. Who have they lost to this season? Ooh, great question. All I know is I probably tipped them that week. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be Melbourne. Um, I'm not sure if they played them. I don't know if they've played Melbourne. Because sure, surely that match would be quite Bombers. anticipated. They beat Port, confirmed. Uh, Geelong beat them by 10 You're in round joking. four. At the Cattery, surely. It was at the yeah, Cattery. Fair yeah. enough. That was 11-14 to 11-4. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone's dethroned the Gabbatois this season then, right? Yeah, I don't math, think so. Max work, math works out. Yep, makes sense. That's um, disappointing <laughs> that it had to be Geelong. But <laughs> they're, they're not a bad Geelong. team. No, they're not terrible. No. So you can't win them all mm. unless you're Melbourne. You definitely can't you win You usually them can't win them all. That's true. Has an AFL team ever won, uh, ever finished undefeated? Ooh. I don't know. Because that would definitely be a feat in... I don't know how many games are in EPL, but like in NHL, NBA... In most sports, next, that would be a big feat. Next to M- impossible. Maybe. In, maybe if we go like VFL, AFL history, there might be a team from, yeah. you know, way back when. Yeah, we, yeah. Need a, we need a Jamie to look up this stat. <laughs> An unpaid intern. All right. Um, Keelan, <laughs> get on Technically, that. we're all unpaid interns. <laughs> But before we moved on, you said oh, there was something funny based on something you said. And Most there's of something, it. There's yep. Something funny was up in McAdam. So that w- no. dude wears McCarthy. No, 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 it was all. Uh, it was. It was after that. It wasn't rehearsed. Uh, uh, I see. In your notes, but uh, uh, fun fact: that week that Brisbane lost to Geelong, I did indeed tip it wrong, and yes, same. I, I tipped. Three correct games that week. Oh, pretty rough. No. Yep. Um, what was not what the Stewie Jew thing? No, nah, it was completely after that. Oh, was, right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Enough. Oh well. Only one club has recorded a perfect home and away season in VFL AFL history, and it was fucking Collingwood in 1929. I wish we didn't look it up. It was mm. an 18 game season, including the VFL. Yeah, that was well, given that, that it's 1929. I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> it was saying. indeed the VFL. I had like 69 or 79 or something. <laughs> it was fucking ages ago, um, a while ago, and Almost I'm really disappointed ago. that I just reminded 
Collingwood fans of that feat. They were the um, team of bricklayers and concreters versus, assumingly, two and else. a half other teams, given that yeah. there had just been a pretty massive murdering of people around the world. Yeah, get, yeah. The, gu- the garbage men and the... Amputees from the war. Yeah, <laughs> with the old <Oz> post. <laughs> and their mate, Jamie, who'd never played before. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was a lot of... Uh, deserters in those games uh, immediately yeah. after the siren went, given the PTSD experience <laughs> of some of the players. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, look, I took it and ran with it, boys. Forgot to bounce after 15, too. <laughs> Alrighty. In my last game, Suns v Dockers. We had boots on the ground at this one. Pretty good. Goddamn right, we did. <laughs> Not a bad time. Uh, there was wet weather, but the first noted improvement was the temperature of the pies this time around. I did purchase a pie. It was nice and warm. The pie was good. Significantly warmer than last time. Uh, added to the footy experience, as you'd expect a warm 4 and 20 pie to do. <laughs> Meanwhile, I ate three king-sized sausage rolls in my time at the ground. Each one of them better than the last. Oh, <laughs> so you love to hear it. Maddie and I also opted for the uh, bougie experience pre-game, deleting a bratwurst each. <laughs> uh, thoughts on the brat, Matty? Not bad, but not great. It wasn't the best brat, but the it ratio. was pretty good for as far as footy food goes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Brat's a pretty good option. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of brat to bun. Yep. It was probably I don't know, uh, a two to one brat to bun. There was Easily. a lot of inches Easily. sticking out both ends. The bun was tasty. The bun was good. Uh, the brat was moist. Yep. The onion was good. Onion was good. Had a nice bite to it. Was there sauerkraut as an option? There was. Yeah, okay. Ooh. I'll go on next time. Interesting. I might go sauerkraut next, next time too. Um, I didn't get sauerkraut because it's... It can be divisive. Yeah. I feel it's the safe move to... If you're not sure, you don't assume sauerkraut. Yep. Yeah. Any grown man will have happily have onion on his sausage. That's yep. it. Yep. Um, no matter you, if it's German or if they random don't, bits of cow thrown into a mincer. Um, sorry. <laughs> you can go. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. If yeah. and for anyone fans at home asking, but uh, or what if my mate doesn't enjoy onion? Well, he's not a real man, and you know, frankly, fuck right off. Yeah, it's just a waste of time. Not good company. But also, it ends up pretty good for you because you can just take his onion, more onion, for double you. down for yourself. <laughs> That's it. A little extra onion never hurt anybody. Or your. But uh, quickly, no, you are right. Uh, being a bratwurst snob, if mm. you will, maybe a seven or an eight out of ten. Yep. So not terrible. No, it was a decent brat and a primo choice for a footy feed. I think the real issue comes. There was a lot of heavy ad heavy advertising for the boys that weren't there on the chalkboard, really highlighting. Uh, I, c- I can't find the word, but just. Really making a big deal out of this being the premium spicy jalapeno bratwurst. And uh, it, it wasn't spicy. Oh, was it spicy jalapeno? It was supposedly spicy. Uh, That's how spicy it was. Yes. Yeah. I did not know that and little, wouldn't have assumed. A little bit disappointed. Yeah. I think jalapenos are overrated anyway. That uh, I had, yes, uh, as uh, we've uh, covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been off the jelly train before. I wasn't yeah, sure yeah. if I covered it on the pod <laughs> or if it was just another conversation between the three of us. I believe your favorite pizza is comprised of uh, Sicilian basil. Uh, was it <laughs> carrot shavings and, and a mushroom, perhaps? <laughs> Truffles. <laughs> I think it was fucking pear, prosciutto, 
and oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pr- pretty sorry. far off, Chief. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, I'll just fuck myself, dude. <laughs> but I'm really interested to see how this game went. I'm but so yes, sorry. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, the brat was good. I was happy with it. Footy food was good. It was. Now, after 15 minutes, we're ready to move on from Isaac's first out of 27 paragraphs for this game. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a bit of a write-up for this one, fellas. Sit down. Hope you've seated. Uh, boots on the ground for the Storm and the Beach boys. Uh, for any listeners wondering, we always sit in the members section on level two above the Sun Screamers cheer squad behind the home goals. Come find us. Come find us. Bring we'll be there. We'll sign anything. We'll sign anything. <laughs> Hats, shirts, checks. Um, <laughs> We're not, not, whip checks, your, not checks. Not checks. We don't. We got no money. <laughs> <laughs> not checks. Uh, whip your dick out. I'll sign it. I got a short signature, so it works for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> come, come find us. Um, all right. Wet weather footy with on and off drizzling rain with the second place Dockers hoping the weather would cool off the Suns red hot off a win against the Swans. Jared had his wits about him after Chol crashed the pack and tapped it down to the oversized ruck and or rover who snapped the first goal of the match. <laughs> Neil Erasmus, the Suns' early lead, picking Bow's pocket and kicking his first in AFL footy. Frederick was the beneficiary of some hawk-eyed umpiring with a dubious at best call coming from 40 metres <laughs> away and he slotted the goal. The Suns finished the quarter with a win by schoolyard rules as Levi kicked his first as the siren sounded with the Suns down by two points. How good. That was so good. The Suns' pressure at the start of the second was too much for Fremantle to swallow, with David giving the Suns the first major of the quarter. (laughs) The rain started tumbling, and Matt was rocking and rowling his way to the (laughs) footy in the middle to push the ball into the forward 50. Miller was able to provide a clean and crisp finish to Troll, who waltzed in and kicked his first. Ballard went down the wing, lock, stock, and one smoking barrel, kicking a huge torp to get a forward entry. Chull and Ainsworth went full Freaky Friday, switching roles with Ainsworth tapping down, tapping the ball down to MC to hammer it home for his second, putting the Suns up 35-16 to 16 at halftime. As I mentioned, it was very wet, so low scoring expected. Didn't take the Suns long to get shining in the second half. With the rain subsiding, Noah finished his arcing kick, with a goal in the first 30 seconds. Shout out, Noah Anderson. Anytime goal kicker betters, $2.75. <laughs> Thank you very much. Money for jam. Rao was like a bull in a china shop in the middle, winning the ball, pushing it up forward for the Suns. And the rain was back to start the fourth, and the Suns squeezed the pressure onto the Dockers. The fans were singing, Chole, 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 with Marbior kicking his third and fourth goals to start the last quarter. <laughs> Levi pulled the fast one on Frio, dipping into his bag of backup ruck tricks and snatching the ball from the throw-in and snapping a goal to extend the Suns' lead. Darcy C, Darcy do, following suit and putting, pulling off exactly the same trick at the other end for the Dockers. Frio's defence has been stingy all year, but the Suns' defence was even stingier, allowing only two points in quarters two and three. In the wet conditions, Freo never got a grip on the game, with the Suns slipping away with the victory by 36 points. Gokko Suns, 10-9-69. Nice. Fremantle, 4-9-33. 
And some other points to note from this one. Uh, the Suns' biggest ever win over the Dockers. 33 points allowed is the fewest the Suns have allowed in any standard-length game in their history. Wow. So, obviously, you know, barring the COVID season with the shorter yeah. quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fremantle had 93 tackles to Gold Coast, 85 tackles, which was a season high for both teams. So Far. pressure was on big time. Given that Raul couldn't be tackled the entire game, Fremantle's 93 is surprisingly high. I don't think I saw him go down once. His shoulders are larger than the average hand, to be fair. This is true. Difficult to get a grip. This is true. <laughs> Uh, that Especially footy game would have been a beautiful one for Cucks to witness because he was an absolute bull on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> uh. Speaking of getting blue-balled, the Carlton Blues. Matty. Oh, I don't hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Just by colour. I don't know how the game went. Um, I'm so sorry for the I do. poor sec. Because I fucking bet on Carlton and won a bunch of money. Idiots. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Sucker bookies. Right. <laughs> Blues fans could barely keep it in their pants, like women aged 13 through to 69 at a Tom Jones concert, as the Welsh man kicked himself another goal midway through the first quarter, putting the Blues up 20-0. I'm just going to have to get clarification as I am not a woman aged 13 through 69. <laughs> who is Tom Jones? Uh, Tom Jones. Uh, you don't know who Tom Jones is at all. Sex bomb, sex bomb. You're, you're my sex bomb. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom Jones is Welsh, apparently. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's... A, okay, yep, yep. Okay, yeah. I, I get you. I get you. Sam Walsh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Not bad. Uh, <laughs> okay, connection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like a glue stick. It makes an okay connection. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but I'm going to go with Doherty. Doherty. Yeah, there we go. It's got a bit of a throat action going in when it's... Up the boys. (laughs) 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 With the assist. (laughs) Doherty, like Rewalt, you know the one, took a spectacular specky showcasing just how powerful the Nazis could have been had their Aryan soldiers come to fruition. What? He's uh, blonde and has blue eyes. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> also, when you say like Rewalt, you know the one, you mean Nick. Jack. Oh. Yeah. The uh, clearly far superior. One of them's kicked more goals. More Aryan-esque. F- physical specimen-wise. Yeah, fair. Nick, if they were brothers, is like the twin brother that stole half of the other brother in the birthing process. <laughs> it's like um, if you gave... Jack, the Captain America juice, you'd get Nick as a result. (laughs) 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 Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Ah, like a homeless man splitting the general public on the pathway as they awkwardly walk around him pretending he doesn't exist, the Giants waltzed half the field to finally bag their first goal, sparing some embarrassment. About 12 minutes into the second period, the Blues demonstrated exemplary teamwork, dishing the rock, and took a beautiful goal. Well done to the boys. If the Blues can do it, why can't North Melbourne string together two passes? Well, don't answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Himmelberg caught fire and came crashing into the Blues to assist in the Giants' take back of the game. A few lives were lost, and the greater Western forces managed to tie it up. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, I guess they're um, American British Nazis. I I don't know. This isn't a history podcast. Yeah, your history <laughs> jokes are going full circle. <laughs> <laughs> the third quarter saw Kennedy done dirty with a floating high handball. He may as well have taken a trip by himself through West Yorkshire as he was sent straight to hospital by Bagman Cunning. Not bad. A little British humour in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but funny, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, West Yorkshire is the most, second most dangerous uh, place in all of England. Interesting, given that uh, Yorkshire tea's a thing and tea's kind of wanky and upper class, isn't it? So, <laughs> I just get cheap tea. Do you, do you have the stat on where the first most dangerous place was? Uh, I could have a few guesses. It wasn't somewhere you would expect. It was Cleveland on one of the lists. Yeah. Wait, what? Wh- what was the actual stat? Uh, for what exactly? What was the original? What is West Yorkshire? Oh, uh, most dangerous place in uh, the UK, I believe, mm. is what I searched up. Wow, I feel like you might get you know part to London, uh, Glasgow, maybe. Yeah, Liverpool. no, you're you're, you're not Cleveland, Cleveland, UK. Interesting. Yeah, didn't know that was even an option. Well, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, they sort of just spread the reuse the names in their all all their colonizer territories, yeah. don't they? <laughs> Bloody wankers. <laughs> anyway, the uh, fourth quarter was action packed. Both sides put up a fight, like a morbidly obese man eating some fried chicken. The Blues hung <laughs> on to that lead <laughs> tightly. Oh, canal. <laughs> uh, Giant seventy-five, Carlton one hundred and five. Decent. Mm. Decent. Can't believe Carlton were underdogs going into this game. Doesn't make oh, any sense. Oh, I think we. I think we. <laughs> I was rubbing my it. fucking hands together. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the guy? Weren't Dallas's odds at four, four, five, six dollars? Probably. Yeah. Probably. The Suns. Yeah. Probably. Unbelievable. Coach of the year, thirty points in three quarters. Yep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so good just, plan. just for all. All of yous who wanted to know where Cleveland was, which is mostly me. Ohio. <laughs> Cleveland, UK. Cleveland, UK. South of Brisbane on the coast. Up, it's <laughs> up the north <laughs> on the east coast. Mm, so do with that what you will. It is further north than Greater Manchester and Merseyside and on the opposite side of the country. So yeah. That means nothing to me. So if you look at a map, Matthew, yes. it's near the top of the map yes. on the right hand side. Ah, thank yeah, you. there you go. Yep, there right. you go. excellent. <laughs> well done, boys. Full credit. Full um, credit to them. And that was Leon Cameron's send off game for the Giants. So I accurately predicted that that would be a letdown. Uh, they you may do. they may rally around their new coach yep. this week, but no spoilers for the footy tips. There was uh, much talk about how could a team rally around someone they don't respect. She well, fair. You don't know what happens in those change rooms. That's that's fair. I think my take was they couldn't rally because they don't give a shit. Facts. They don't even have that bad a uh, list. They're not fighting for the shirt at this point either. Um, or. they don't have heritage to fight for. They need to make their own heritage, and no they're just not doing it. it. Mm. Yep. Mm. Pull your finger out. They're still crashing and burning from that grand final loss. Huh? True. There's still a great, great sound ringing out. Oh. <sighs> 
Sadly, certainly not. <laughs> if by great, great sound, you sure, certainly can't mean the, the, the size of their crowds. Um, <laughs> now, the final game of the week, I was lucky enough to have. Um, and like I mentioned to Isaac earlier before the podcast, getting the West Coast game is a gimme. Uh, because West is, Coast loses every time. Yep. Spoiler, and spoiler you really alert. don't have to give the play-by-play because you know what's happening. Uh, you can just make some th- make some funnies, throw some stats in. It's a 15, 20-minute right tops. Great. Love it. And fun fact, the Eagles kicked a single goal in the first quarter at Optus Stadium. Not bad. But at least they got it out of the way nice and early so they could have the lead for three whole minutes. <laughs> Tom McDonald was, one, was the one to put the Ds in front after that. And then they kicked another five for the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> including a goal from Petraka, who didn't celebrate his goal and instead went straight to giving instruction to his teammates, uh, showing that even though the Eagles could only field 11 of their best 22, the Ds were still taking this very seriously and wanted all the wins they can get. Mm-hmm. And they were... So he, he he was the goal that put them two up as well. So, you know, it was still kind of close, I guess. But like, yeah, no celebration at all. No finger waggle. No wuzah. You love nothing to say at all. Black Mamba energy. Job's not finished. Job's not finished. Yeah. Yeah. Well, love that. As the second and qu- third quarter showed, <laughs> the second quarter was scrappy and quiet on the goal front, with the singular goal coming from Ben Brown. Great, qu- great quarter. Really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but West Coast actually knuckled down. It was, it was all right. According to AFL.com.au, Jamie Crisp's <laughs> third quarter goal gave the Eagles life. As much as it was a great goal from the pocket out of a spillage. The Eagles were still down two to four, two goals, four behinds to seven goals, ten at this point in the game. <laughs> Nothing much happened then until tempers boiled over late in the third as Liam Ryan came in hot with a late bump on Jake Bowie's head as he went down for the ball. Thankfully, Mr. Jake Bowie got up pretty quickly and continued playing, but it looked pretty rough, rougher than ScoMo's hit on that poor kid. <laughs> rougher? Yeah, because like, his head was down, Ooh. ball's nowhere to be seen, and yeah. I just demonstrated what it looked like for all the people <laughs> watching at home. It looked pretty rough. Thank pretty you. rough. Yep. <laughs> Appreciate it, boys. <laughs> Thanks. All credit to the boys. <laughs> After a quiet two quarters, the Ds then entered the last quarter with a margin of 44 points with nine goals, 12 behinds. They put their foot back on the accelerator and then kicked seven goals, four for the quarter to the Eagles, two goals, four. Fritch, so I couldn't really like... Based on the other joke earlier where the Eagles really didn't have life, I, I came up with this joke but realized the Eagles were dead at this point anyway, so it didn't really make much sense. <laughs> Fritch twisted and kicked a goal, twisting the knife deeper into West Coast's chest, but at that point they were already dead anyway, so the joke didn't really fit anywhere and I just wanted to say it. So full, uh, credit, full credit to me. Um, <laughs> West Coast, five goals, eight, 38 points. Melbourne, 16-16, one twelve. And for all you statisticians out there, the D's winning streak is now 16 games long, nine this season. Actually, the statisticians would know this. I wouldn't be telling them this. So I'm just going to stop. Fair enough. Except for the best run of form for defending premiers at the start of the season, this century is now the Demons, as they overtook Geelong's 8-0 start of the season after defending their 2007 uh, premiership. Hmm. And it's the Eagles' worst start of a season since 1989, which took them until round 12 to get their second win. 
I don't even know they were that old. No, me neither. How yeah. about that? Interesting. Yep. Um, and Poor fellas. What a great win for the punters out there. Massive backdoor cover by Melbourne, kicking seven goals in the last to cover that minus 68.5 points really on the line. Keep you on edge at that point. So I <laughs> had, had to keep watching after the quarters two and three because that was um, pretty nerve-wracking stuff. <laughs> 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 so I just want to clarify it said here that it took West Coast until round 12 to get their second win. Yep. Mm. That is what you said. So, they obviously, they still haven't got their second win. <laughs> We're going into round 10. Yep. Thoughts on them doing even worse than that 1989 season? Ooh, hold on. Let me look at their... Look at the fixtures. GWS, probably a loss. Bulldogs, probably, probably a loss. loss. Uh, Adelaide Crows in round 12 in Adelaide. They probably might steal it, but probably a loss. There's not many teams. You could list me most of the teams on this on this uh, ladder right now. Probably, I would say probably a loss. There's not many teams, if any, worse than West Coast at the moment. No. North. Well, statistically no, speaking, no, no. there is none. North have a better percentage than West Coast. Yeah, yeah, sucked in. They sucked have, in, mate. <laughs> they have... The quick maths in my head puts them at like... 2.8 or 3.8 or something, quick maths, whatever, percentage difference between the two. Uh, yes. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So, that's fucking fuck all. Any, any real racer will tell you. I can't believe I just said fucking fuck Doesn't matter if you win by an inch or if you win by a mile. Yeah, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. And uh, as we know, 18th is not last. Sorry, 18th is last. 17th is... Not, not first. first, so it must be last. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting logic as it hurts all of us. Thirteenth, <laughs> but mostly not me. first. <laughs> it is last. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Shout right. out to the D's fans who are playing North next week and are still first, which yeah. is indeed not last. Yeah, I've been uh, practicing all week. Uh, I've purchased a douche. I haven't yet used it. <laughs> but uh, I should be ready by the weekend to face the D's. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be ugly. Have a nice clean diet the day before. <laughs> it's going to be bloody. Plenty of fiber, plenty of water. Bring your own lube. <laughs> <laughs> or they win the game. Imagine the odds. Actually, we don't have to imagine. The next segment, we hop onto our tipping app. We yep. see the odds. Uh, 15 to 1 on Sportsbet currently. <laughs> So, tip uh, north. No. Gamble responsibly. Goodness gracious. 15 homes for the price of one. <laughs> He's right. Scomo's and in this economy. <laughs> yeah, look. Um, Melbourne do have a few big ins. Oh, nice. sorry. Uh, north Melbourne have a few big ins. Greenwood, Horn Francis. Uh, Tristan Jerry Is that how you say his name? Oh yes Yeah Well I don't know It's funny because it's one of those names Where it's Cherry Sherry mm. Shit Cherry Spelled with an X So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think what? the commentators Sorry How do you spell it? X-E-R-R-I yeah. The commentators don't quite have a Sherry down. Yeah Could be Could be uh, 17 to 1 on Ladbrokes So uh, Shop around and get better odds That's $19 for points bet Mm. 
could have got a points bet, though. They do have Shaq well, on their Well, to be fair, ads. it's built into the ESPN app, and I don't have any gambling apps on my phone. Fair enough. Because I'm a recover- recovering gambling addict. Recovering degenerate. <laughs> I'm not recovering. I just play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Gamble on the packs instead. Yeah, the packs, dude. All right, excellent. Let's get into the tips. Uh, first game, Sydney versus Carlton. At the Marvellous Stadium. Mm. Uh, I'm on Sydney. Yeah, is that because you're biased or because you actually think they're going to win? Bit of both. Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah, I can't... Carlton still has some injuries. So. You, don't, you don't want Carlton to win. Yeah, okay. Based on that alone, Sydney it is. And I'm going to l- lose more points this round. Nah, Great. Not worth it. Um, Sydney's boys. a wagon. Uh, Geelong versus Port at the Cattery. Well, that's Geelong. That's Geelong. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd Fucking think. Koshy. <laughs> Port by seven. Fuck off. It'll um, happen. Uh, Bulldogs versus Gokko Suns in Ballarat. Ballarat, dude. Yeah. Um, I checked the forecast. It's dusty, chilly, which doesn't help the Suns. It's <laughs> not wet, which doesn't help the Suns. There's no wind, which doesn't help the Suns. Ooh. So Ooh, no. Bulldogs could be a blowout. Nah, I don't know if it'll be a blowout, but I think the Bulldogs should win it fairly comfortably. Yeah, I, I think, think it's so. one of those games where I tip Bulldogs, and then <laughs> if the Bulldogs happen to lose, it's I'll Bulldogs. be happy. It's it's the Bulldogs game to lose. Yeah, yeah. The next one's an easy one. Melbourne versus North at Marvel. Melbourne. I am excited to see Sherry against Max Scorn. That's going to be cool. Mm. That'll that'll really test him. Good learning experience, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Which he will need, seeing as he plays for North Melbourne. Yeah. Mental toughness. There's going to be a few of those. It's uh, good resilience yeah. training. Todd Goldstein is the right guy to mentor him. Yeah. It'd be really good to get him good and then trade him. Um, Please, no. (laughs) (laughs) Adelaide, St. Kilda. In Adelaide. Guess who I've picked. You probably picked St. Kilda. Yep. Yeah, what a surprise. I like St. Kilda there. Max King for three. Watch him lose. Max King for four... Tex for two. King will kick something disgusting like 2 7. Mm. And, and you'll be angry the whole time, and mm. then they'll win by two points. Yep. Yep. Uh, Tigers, Bombers at the MCG. Tigers. Tigers. All day. Now, GWS West Coast. Ooh. Giant Stadium. That giant stadium. Uh, I'm taking West Coast on the rule of the bounce back under the new coach. Whoa. <sighs> yeah. West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dog shit. Oh, so new GW, coach. GWS will be dog shit. No, I'm taking Giants under their new I coach. I swear you said West Coast. No, I said Giants. Yeah, he definitely said West Coast. No, like 100% you did. Um, the viewers would have heard West Coast. Okay, well, but that's why, taking, I, that's why I was confused because I heard okay. West Coast and new coach. Okay. I'm taking Giants under their new the, coach the in the audio bounce back. Will, the audio will tell. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, given that I probably... It's locked in because I... Picked it already earlier. Well, today, no, I believe you. Yes. but like Giants under their new coach. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I believe you. I'm just, I was just saying why I was confused, so I, I don't look like the dickhead. Okay. I agree with the new. I agree with the new coach. New coach. New coach. That's a rule, basically. It is. Mm. It is. I've yet to see the just team like, that don't bounce back with a new coach. Exactly. Just collapse the franchise. Otherwise. I think Leeds are close to getting relegated, even though they <laughs> sacked their manager and uh, hired a new one. So, Yikes. how's that for 
fucking with the rules. It, it's the rules, though. Well, it's just one. It, it applies to the first game after they get a new coach. Yeah. Not the whole season. Yeah, only the first game. Ah. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yep. Um, Hawthorne, Brisbane, in Launceston. Oh, it's obviously Hawthorne. Which Hawthorne is tough because I, yeah. I hate picking against them in Launceston, but I'm going to pick Brisbane because they're yeah, you on would fire. Think, you would think so. Unlike the Suns game, do, I'm do, going to pick the underdog, which I am a fan of, and then be sad either way. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> do, do Brisbane have any ends? Any big ends? Um, I don't think so. They've got a few guys. They're big guns. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, Mitch Robinson. Big ah, for fuck's That's sake. about it. <laughs> Ooh. As far as begins go. Yeah, but it's all good because Mitch Lewis is back, boys. So, oh, Gunston's out though, isn't he? Yep. Tom Mitchell. Jath. Tom Mitchell's back. Yep. Wait, Jath is back. Apparently. Okay. Nah, Hawthorne, lock it, boys. Nah, nah, you're dreaming, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> well, you'll be fucking laughing when I'm tip this game correctly, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> won't you? Won't you? <laughs> uh, Fremantle, Collingwood, at Optus. Uh, even though Frio lost last week, I think it's Frio. Yeah, I think really? it's Frio as well. Yeah. Against Collingwood? Yeah. Yep. Collingwood have too many injuries. They're going to fall apart at some point. Mm. We'll probably get... Um, yeah, but the, the the illness fellas might be back. <laughs> <laughs> true. The Ginnivan of Pendleberries might be back. <laughs> true, true. Uh, they are, actually. But we do get also Mason Cox and his goggles back as well. Ooh. Shout out to the goggles. Shout out the goggles. What time are they playing? Uh, 5.20 on oh, Sunday. Oh, yeah, sun's going down. He'll need those goggles. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, actually, it'll only be 3.20 over in Perth. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, that mid-afternoon sun in it West still Coast. Need he'll the need the goggles. Yeah, yeah, he'll need them. Yep. All right, excellent. Wrap that up. Uh, other sports news. Keon, do you want to do an EPL update? Sorry, I didn't have the, <laughs> I didn't have the uh, the outline open, but I, I I have I have it open now. So yes, the EPL, the English Premier League. Now, if we just get a sorry, Matt felt like a snake, so I thought I better tuck it in. Hold on, um, one game to play, Man City. 90 points, Liverpool 89 points. I'm sitting here hoping that City draw with Aston Villa and Liverpool beat Wolves on the last day to win the Premier League. And that'd be pretty crazy given that Mr. Steven Gerrard is currently managing Aston Villa and would be helping Liverpool win the league even though he couldn't do it when he was at Liverpool. So wouldn't that, would that be, be pretty emphatic nuts, actually, if they pulled that off? Given that all these games are at 1am on Monday morning, I can safely write off the rest of that day as um, very unproductive. Um, and I'm really <laughs> sorry for everyone else that has to work with me that day. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. So door's slightly open for Liverpool. Slightly open, yeah. Given Man City had a draw the other day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So. But that was against West Ham, and I rate West Ham currently higher than Aston Villa. But Aston Villa can, you know, surprise people. So mm. fingers crossed. <sighs> fingers are crossed. But 
as I mentioned earlier, Liverpool did win the FA Cup. So, you know, a nice little bit of silverware there. That went to penalties. Fun times. As I mentioned, uh, I was very, very on edge for that whole game. Um, and the Europa League final also went to penalties, which was Eintracht Frankfurt versus the Rangers. Uh, and that went, yeah, hope <laughs> that was one all and then went to penalties. 5-4. Uh, and then Aaron Ramsey butchered his penalty. Um, <laughs> oh, unlucky. Yeah. I saw him get up. I was like, oh, no way. He plays for Rangers now. Crazy. He's only been everywhere. Surely he's good, right? Nah. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, he got subbed on just at the end of extra time or something as well. Oh, Ooh. no. Yeah. Rough. Rest in peace. Rough go. Uh, yeah, look. Uh, I might go to NBA next. So Mate, that's not the, on the schedule. It is. It's down the bottom. Yeah, but up next is NHL. Yeah, I know, but I'll go to the NBA next just because <sighs> it's quicker. The, what the viewers going to think? Into the conference finals. Uh, Celtics versus Heat. Heat currently leading 1-0 in yeah. the series. Yep. After the first game. Jimmy Butler for 47 points. Jimmy Butler. Um, uh, I think he had 27 or 30-something in the second half. That's pretty wild. Yeah. But if that keeps happening... And uh, I think the Celtics were missing Al Horford and Marcus Smart in game one, and they only lost by 11. That's it. So I think the Celtics probably win it in seven games. The Celtics completely collapsed in the third quarter too. Yep. Uh, but Larry was out for Miami. Mm. <clears throat> yep. 39-14 to 14 third quarter, so mm. Mm. take that as you will. Um, but I think the Celtics win that series over seven games. Probably. I don't know, to be honest. I, th- I I just I I hope it's a good series. I think yeah. it'll be a good series. It's a pretty good matchup. Um I don't know if Butler can score forty points every game. I no. mean he, he didn't hit any three pointers, but they'll probably try and not send him to the line for eighteen free throw attempts. Yeah. For next sure. Time, so. For sure. And he hit seventeen of eighteen, so that sort of helps. Oh. Jesus. Um, but yeah. Prediction, Celtics. Out of that one. Uh, and then in the West, we've got Golden State versus the Dallas Mavericks. With Golden State getting a decent win, 112 to 87 today. I don't think... Love to see it. The Mavericks <laughs> did not shoot well. They shot really bad. And Steph Curry with most rebounds for anyone who stepped foot on the court. 12. So, wow, he. what a game. Pretty good. Um, the Mavericks... Is just Luca versus the Warriors, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So he's going to need some help, but even he only shot thirty three percent today, and he still, you know, topped the team with twenty points. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're going to have to pick that up. Someone else is going to help out. They're going to have to shoot better than thirty six percent as a team to Golden win State some games. Is going to be very tough to beat. Yeah. They in might win that in five. Mm. Bold. Yeah. It's pretty rough. Uh, NHL, I still got four teams with futures bets on alive in this, so <laughs> pretty happy. Two in each conference. Rangers, obviously. Uh, not the Rangers. I hope the Rangers ruin your yeah. Hurricanes future. Yeah, Hurricanes are going to win that in five, I reckon. Unfortunately. How dare you? So, Hurricanes, yeah. Rangers in the East. Uh, tough matchup. Panthers versus Lightning, which is a huge clash between the Panthers, who are who finished second or first even for the season. Um, I think they finished first. 
got the President's Trophy. And then Tampa Bay, who are fresh off two cups in a row. Uh, Tampa Bay up 1-0 in that series. So that could easily go to seven. In the West, we've got Colorado versus St. Louis, which is a pretty kind of tough matchup. Yeah. St. Louis might pinch a couple games in that, but they just don't have the skill of Colorado. But the first no. game did go to overtime. so I'd love to see St. Louis win that one. Yeah, that would be wild. That would be so cool. Uh, and then, as mentioned earlier in the pod, we've got the Battle of Alberta out in the West <laughs> from Calgary versus Edmonton. Calgary uh, getting the win today. Very nice score. Six to nine. To the Flames. <laughs> nice. Always. Um, but yeah, that's just wild. That, that ev- Just bet the over in all those games. Bet the over every time. I thought 6.57 was a bit too high, but <laughs> apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently they'll just get 15. Um, they'll just get, you know, four every... They got four in the first... Um, I, what was it in the second? Seven goals in the second period combined. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. The Edmonton uh, goalie got dragged after letting in three goals. And then the new guy came in and... Three goals in five minutes. Yeah, three goals in five minutes, <laughs> to be fair. And then, you know, yeah. the other guy came in and, and let in six for the match. He needed, he needed to sit down, though, to be fair, the first one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but to be fair, the Oilers scored six goals on 28 shots, which is kind of fucking ridiculous. So yeah, that's not bad. the Flames goalie... Also had a pretty tough time, but stayed out there because <laughs> their their team is known for not subbing out their goalie. But that should be good either, either way. I got a future on the Flames. I think they'll probably time up pretty quickly. I reckon maybe five games as well, maybe six. But you never know with McDavid. No, you don't. He'd just do it all himself. If there was a guy to do it, he'd be the guy. McJesus, as they <laughs> call him. He's too good. Um, all right, boys. Anything else? <coughs> yeah, I'm going right. Thank you. How you doing? Oh, not bad. Yeah. All right, what's going on, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Oh God, Still no. the beach pod. Groundhog Day, but it's a sports podcast. Oh dear. <laughs> if I never, if I never um, stop recording. It's almost like we start them all exactly the same every time. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Um, uh, right. I mean, I guess we could flip a coin. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Who's or up on the call? Are you calling? Gillen? So nine, yeah, yeah, it would be me. Yep. Let me just... Bless go. Just open my iPad back up so we get the accurate... Uh, oh, it's already open. Excellent. Nice. And then we can um, scone off to everyone once we've got this done. <laughs> I didn't like that very much, just to clarify. <laughs> She's coming off. Alrighty. Ooh, be- Ooh, just, oh. b- just before the stats loaded, oh. I don't want to. I don't want to see the results. No, yeah, yeah, no yeah, spoilers. Stats. <sighs> okay. Past performance is indicative of future performance. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Why else would the casinos list all the past? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Gotta get a feel for it. That's it. <laughs> All right, Keelan, what's due? Tails never fails. Is that confirmation of Tails? Yeah. Is that the call? All right, Tails. Tails is the call. <gasps> Tails it is. Oh, oh, top 10 anime betrayals, you fuck. <laughs> Tails never fails. How uh, good. Great call. Great and call. The, and the stats. 
Bruh, Tails is not failing. Still Tails ahead? is up by like 700k or something. Quick maths. Sounds like Heads is still well dead. and well and truly overdue. Head is dead. Head is dead. Head is always fails. overdue. Yeah. In my opinion. Seems like it. <laughs> we go back to our previous uh, conversation earlier on the pod. Head is overdue. Uh, Matt's going to go home and furiously masturbate and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> there's a small chance that I may not do that. You may enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel ganged up on here. I didn't say a thing. Yeah, but you did not say a thing. It's what yeah, you didn't. Say. Still fair. part of the problem. <laughs> if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Chauvinistic. As much as I hate it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's it's going off time, boys. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Just going off I hate the everything about it. Yeah. Right. Especially his cheeky grin. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next week. The boys don't know. I have a professional team of writers that write up my uh, AFL reports. Only cost me 300 bucks every week. 100 bucks per <laughs> We game. are so deep in the hole here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good. Uh. All right. Done. Hey, Ray. It's going off. Oh.